We here, we live. It's You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. And we got family in the building today, brothers. What episode is this, by the way? I always skip that. Uh, 235, I think. Man, we climbing. We got numbers, man. And it's a, I can't wait for next week's episode. We about to throw Dizzle straight under the bus next week because that's about to be the <laughs> anniversary of the Rona. But uh, we got family in the building. <laughs> we got family in the building. We got Hart Wilson joined by my brother, Mike Wilson. Now, of course, if you ain't been keeping up on Facebook, Instagram, the news, young Hart Wilson has his own candle business, and he's only 11 years old. Real quick before we get to them, Killer, what was you on when you was 11 years old? Oh, you know, uh Scraped up knees outside 17 hours of the day. Um, you know, not trying to make no money. <laughs> Dizzle, what about you? Money. You know, I'm always about the paper though. Hold on, what 11 years old? What grade is that? Is that like second grade? No, that's like, I hope not. <laughs> that's like, like fifth, sixth, right? Okay, that's like fifth, probably. So I had a paper route at that time. Okay. This was about his bread. Uh, me, uh, if it didn't involve Nintendo, uh, hooping in the backyard, or playing some street football, I didn't want no parts of it. Mm-hmm. Right. But young Hart Wilson. Well, Mike, what was you on at 11? Uh, same foolishness. Going outside, playing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, breaking stuff. Going to the music <laughs> room. Uh, that type of thing. And... I was a monster on Tech Mobile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want that smoke? <laughs> but heart, man. Uh, so tell us about your business, brother. <laughs> Go. <laughs> um, I decided to start selling candles to get in the Howard because I went to tour it one day and saw the labs and the engineering buildings and wanted to go there. So you want to be an engineer when it's all said and done? Yes, sir. So, all right. So, Killer, what did you want to be when you were 11 years old? Um, I think I was still watching Rescue 911 Heavy. I think I wanted to be a, a policeman or a firefighter or something of that nature. Watching Lassie and all them shows had me trying mm-hmm. to rescue stuff. So I think I was trying to be that, if I remember correctly. Okay. And you are a DJ now. Correct. <laughs> Dizzle, what about you? I was trying to be a, a rap star, my nigga. I had my rap. <laughs> my rap career was in prime form at 11. <laughs> and, and you got like four jobs right now, Dizzle. What are you? You a producer, a DJ, you a real estate, Man. you a banker. What What are you this week? I am a money maker, bro. That's <laughs> all it all encompasses. Like I, I do it, whatever is making me money right now. <laughs> now myself, I wanted to be a teacher when I was 11 years old, and now I am a radio personality. So wow. yeah, uh, Mike, what about you? Uh, you know what's crazy? I never said I wanted to be like anything. You know, most kids like I want to be a fireman. I want to be a you know. My thing when I was young, I was like. I just want to make a little bit of money and I want to help people, mm-hmm. which led to me working in corrections. So, <laughs> so, um, but now full-time candle of the heart employee. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see uh, you got your dad working for you now. Is he a good employee? He all right. <laughs> <laughs> so walk us through the steps, man. Walk us through the steps. Like how do you guys decide about, 
the the sense that you guys want to put out there what days are you trying to ship out the orders break it for break it down for us all right so what we do we melt the wax first then we slap the wicks on put the warning levels well, on the put bottom. the wicks first i mean you don't have to go back that far but as far as like getting making orders sending them out you know just let them know the process oh i tape boxes we put <laughs> we um pull orders and then we have this little gizmo called a what's that a osmo uh oh dj i mean uh dj dji osmo pocket where we film like no, the, the entire printer, process the printer thing. oh the rollo it's called a rollo and it prints this little stick it this sticker out for the what is that thing called a address oh the shipment label the shipment label and we peel it off of the sticker pad slap that bad boy on there and it's good to go <laughs> so i was I was gonna ask you on that topic. Now you you explained the process. I, I know I've ordered some candles myself, and I appreciate y'all for doing what y'all doing. But it has it has to be a part of that process that you hate. I know anything that you know that you do as a job or you make money or entrepreneur. There's a part of that process that's just a struggle to get over. And I wanted to ask you, being eleven and running your own ship, what's the part that you don't like the most? Boxes. <laughs> <laughs> I had to tape 100 boxes yesterday. 115. Yeah, that's, that's a good problem to have, though, right? That's all I'm about to say. <laughs> well, as an, employee, as an employee, let me tell you my part that I don't like. <laughs> you got to get that off. Kev, you're not just going to skip over me like I don't do this. Nah, honestly, I mean, the whole thing, it's a labor of love because it's him. Um, but doing the work because he has virtual school all day so taking care of stuff while he's in school um it, it can be it can be a lot it can be a lot um and due to the popularity you know of the candles and everything um it's some it's some days where we get going probably eight nine o'clock in the morning and and you know he has school all day and getting to bed at a decent time and I'll finally lay down about two three in the morning um, so but again it's a labor of love so it's something that he wants to do when he's passionate about you know the end goal not just the the process of the candles but the end result being wanting to go to Howard University so yes yeah, it's, it's it's a lot but I'll do it I'll do it any any day of the week for him now, Hart, man, you got a lot on your plate, man. You obviously going to school and everything like that, but you're also a big brother setting a great example for your sister. So how are you balancing all this? How are you making sure you still got time to play your video games, hang out with your friends, you know, hit the streets, and still operate your business? Two words, not easy. I mean, Mike, how are, how are you and the wife making sure he remains a kid still through this whole process? Oh, just and that's that's a big thing, Kev. Um, just letting him do his thing. You know, <clears throat> if it's one of those days where it's like, hey, can I go out and play with my friends? Like he'll see his friends outside. We'll say, go ahead. You know, let him go out there and he'll be out there. About three or four. Yeah, hours. about three four hours. <laughs> And then when it's time to come in is, can I have 15 more minutes? And I'm, Yeah, go ahead. Because we don't want to, you know, getting so trapped and engulfed in this process that we steal away, you know, his his innocence 
to being an 11 year old kid because yeah. we, re- we all remember what it was like to be 11 the fun uh the video games the you know just enjoying life you know based all now we can measure it to the adult stuff and we're like man this adult stuff ain't <laughs> so we don't want to we don't want to steal that that innocence away from having fun hanging out with his friends uh things like that so we let him we we give him some leeway on stuff we'll let him go hang out uh, uh talk on the phone to his friends and cousins play you know games um chess yeah <laughs> so like chess is a big thing to him so he and i would try to get in the game you know not as often as we used to but we still get it in, and I, I hate to admit, I can't, I can't beat him now. <laughs> I, I was going to bring that up. I saw that on Facebook. Hart, how did you feel when you first beat your dad at chess? How was that? First day I beat him in chess was the day when Ohio State lost to Alabama. Good <sighs> beating. <laughs> <laughs> It took a little bit of the pain off my shoulders. Oh. <laughs> Not mine. That was a terrible day. <laughs> Double whammy for you, huh? Right. Right. But then after that, he started beating me a lot. And then I decided to, like, just start playing random people outside. Like, playing my friends. And he's never been able to beat me since. I like to right. hear that. You know, nice. I used to beat your pops at video games all the time, by the way. You know what I'm saying? That, so we got something in common. Stop the cap. Stop the cap. <laughs> I'm glad y'all brought up Ohio State, man, because I know you guys down there in Texas, man. I'm glad you converted to make sure your boy was a Buckeye fan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Raising him right, Kevin. <laughs> each one, teach one. <laughs> Raising him right. So, yeah, we, you know, you know, we're big Buckeye fans. He's a big Buckeye fan. He feels that pain. Yeah. Unfortunately. Let's talk about something else, man. Facts, I got facts. one. I got one. I wanted to ask Young Hart, what has it been like going through a whole pandemic being 11 years old? Mm. Depressing. Mentally, I'm, no. I'm not ready. I'm just not ready for it yet. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. It's been It's been depressing for everybody in some form or fashion, so... I just wanted to hear from the youth, you know, what is, I know what it's been like for me and mine. So I just, I can't imagine trying to run a business, trying to grow up, trying to, you know, live life and, and uh, everything kind of get put on, on Paul. Shout to Rudy. So <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to, yeah, I wanted to hear. How's it been for you, Mike? I hate it, man. Um, I, I, I'll put it this way. Um, with our weather being as good as it normally is here in Houston, we can get out uh, pretty much all year round. But with the pandemic, it slowed everything down. Um, not traveling, like I haven't been home to visit Cincinnati in over a year now, um, which I'm, I'm, I'm missing home, of course. Um, but, you know, I have great family. And so, you know, Zooms and Skypes and all that thing, all those things help a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still doesn't replace, you know, that that hum, the human element of being able to see them, touch them, hug them, you know, things like that. Um, and it's a little different raising a sixth grader who, you know, has to walk into the office here at home to go to school every day. Yeah. Um, 
So it's 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 different. You got to learn the, your parenting style has become different. Um, you got to learn how to be a little more patient. You get tired of seeing the same people, you know, even though you live with them, you see them all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you need a break and your break has to be, you know, walking to the garage or going to sit in the car or, you know, whatever the case may be. But it's 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 OK. It's cool. It's, we're getting used to it. It's becoming normal now. Yeah. I know when I was the one through the ordering process of ordering my candles, I couldn't remember the website. So I find myself Googling candles, heart, Houston, and I end up finding I end up finding website articles and I find myself seeing pictures of y'all in stores, like a dollar store type of thing. And it took yeah. me a, it, t- it took me forty five minutes to get to the ordering because I was just proud of the articles that was out there. So I wanted I wanted to hear just some of the some of the experiences you've had. When did this start for y'all? And um, how close, not to get in your pockets, but just how close is is, is the goal in sight? I guess I want to say, is, is the goal in sight? Um, so the process has been amazing. The thing, honestly, Kev, has been how organic it like all came about. Um, nothing has been like contrived or nothing like forced. extra or forced or anything like that. It started out just selling candles. It was his his idea, and then people like you, Kev, uh, our black tie family at, at, at Rice State, um, friends, families, just being like, okay, we'll we'll support. And so that was cool at first, and then we're like, okay, this this can go if we push, you know, a little more behind it. Um, and then uh, we had a guy named Stanford Williams, who's on the uh, strength and conditioning staff at uh, for the New Orleans Pelicans, reach out and was like, hey. Oh, and Josh Hart. Uh, yeah, uh, Josh Hart also um, nice. was just like, hey, we, we, we see what you're doing. We like to order candles. And at the time, they were in the bubble. So we had to send them to Louisiana, actually a suburb of New Orleans. Um, then they had to get them transition them to the bubble. So that was like, okay. And then we had uh, a couple people, a couple actresses off various shows like uh, The Sisters, uh, the Tyler Perry show. Um, and then we had a writer from uh, How to Get Away with Murder reach out. And she nice. was like, hey, I see what you're doing. Um, want candles. We're like, cool. And after that it was kind of you know a low for a little bit then up a little bit um and then things kind of changed uh we had a sister named uh gabrielle devarsi in chicago who owns a bookstore and restaurant reach out and was like hey i want to sell the candles at the store we like wow. mm. we're like okay and she was like uh we'll start off by selling 25 or she ordered 25 we're like all right cool then it turned into, hey, I need more. And we're like, okay, they're going now. Mm-hmm. And then nice. right after that, right after that, um, a doctor in Lexington, Kentucky, reached out and was like, um, hey, I need a hundred candles. And we're like, we had never done an order that big. You know, the average person was getting like three or four. Right. So he's like, hey, I need a hundred. Um, I want to give them out as Christmas gifts. Um, I need to make this happen. And we're like, we had never produced that many, like we produced candles, but 
for an order that size, we're like, okay, we'll figure it out. We said, yeah, we'll figure it out. Got it done. And then it, it was just like all of a sudden, the more that we start pushing it out there, getting on IG, um, and right as we felt like we were hitting our stride, uh, the Instagram page was hacked. Mm. And, and we weren't able to get it back from Instagram. And that the original IG name was uh, Candles from the Heart. And so we're like, we see, you know, there's activity on it, but couldn't get to it again. So, you know, we start, you know, we got kind of discouraged and was like, okay. So we had to change it to Candle from the Heart which it picked back up and we're like, all right, good. But then when, um, oh, and then uh, a beauty salon here in the area, a woman who owns a beauty salon was like, hey, I hear what you're doing. Can we sell them at the shop? And, yeah. So we went there. Then we right. have a dollar store in the area. Um, they reached out like, can we sell them there? Yeah. And the thing that changed it, the, uh, I, there's an IG uh, person reached out to me who's over the Because of Them We Can site and was like, hey, we hear about this story. Can we, you know, hear about your son's story? Can we do a story? So, of course, I run everything by him. I always tell him if, if there's something you don't want to do, we don't have to do it because I'm never going to force him to do anything. Right. Um, because at the end of the day, before a candle's made, a candle sold or anything, he's my son and I'm going to protect him no matter what, regardless of who it is. So um, they were like, can we do a story? And it was like, yeah. So we did it. Um, we started getting a lot of attention. And then uh, Blavity reached out and was like, can we run a story? Yes, you can. They did it. Afrotech, can we do a story? Yes, you can. They did yeah. it. And so we're like, man, this is, this is taking off. And then the orders just start. You know, like so, we have a we have a thing on our phone where when a sale comes through, what's the sound it makes? <laughs> so anytime this the a sales mate, and then like when the story broke, that whole like day after day, we just all day cha ching cha ching cha ching, and I was like, man. So I started looking at my phone, and I'm like, oh wow. And so I had to tell him, like, man, I got to turn this. I got to turn this off. I'm getting tired of hearing. <laughs> right. We do. What's the bet? Tell him the bet. So if we get ten thousand dollars in one day. He has to change his ringtone to cha ching. <laughs> I got to change. It. So, um, but yeah, it started taking off, and then um, we had a couple. We had a local news uh, station reach out, and they're like. Can we, yeah, can we do a story? And I'm like, of course. So we we haven't got back in contact. Uh, there was a, another major show we won't share right now. We okay. won't share. There's another major show that reached out, and we were actually supposed to film or record uh, with them the week of the, uh, the winter storm here in Houston where all the electricity went out. Um, so we couldn't do it. And that was um, that that was a little disheartening. That was a little disheartening because we felt like that one, I mean, to the moon, like right. yeah. that was gonna take it off. But with no, you know, heat, no electricity, no water for you know five six days, it couldn't happen. Damn. Right. So um, that was that. And then 
we're sitting here on a Wednesday and ABC News Live uh, producer reached out and was like, hey, uh, we want to record, we want to put you on the show. And we're like, okay. You know, um, I had him talk to Hart first. Again, he says, yeah or nay. So mm -hmm. I let him talk to him. Hart was down with it. And that's how we were on, you know, ABC News Live. Uh, was that last week, I believe. So that's been the, the, the organic process of how we got to here. Um, we have one other thing coming later this year that's pretty awesome. Uh, we won't let out the bag yet, but everything's been pretty, pretty awesome. Man. And, and like I said at the beginning, it's people like you, Kev, the Black Tie family at Wright State, friends, family, uh, random strangers that have all made this entire process possible. And I know you guys just got some merch from Howard. You know, you guys got a message from the president of Howard. You see it? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, it is. I need that Hillman sweatshirt, kid. I need one of those. I got you. I got this is everybody HBCU. This is yes, everybody HBCU. You know what I'm saying? Well, shit, I'm, I'm on the IG right now. One of my uh a podcasts, I've been checking out the read. Oh yeah, gotta draw out. That's big. That's that's a podcast I've been listening to for years. When I first started listening to podcasts, they was one of the few I was subscribed to. And what's crazy is I I got to be honest. I had never heard of. I didn't even know what the podcast was. I had no idea, <clears throat> and I was coming out of IKEA, and I just had people hitting me up like, "Hey, y'all on the Read podcast?" And I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> like, and and because I, I have my select few podcasts that I listen to this, um, the Rewind podcast, which hey kid, I'm back. Yeah. I'm gonna get back on it. Okay, about, okay. About, okay, about that time. Hey, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. <laughs> I just, oh, my phone blowing up. Trust me. I have my select few pods that I listen to, and so when people are like, "Yeah, you," I'm like. Okay, I didn't know it was a big deal until yeah. a lot of people started hitting me up about it. And I was like, oh, man, that's pretty dope, um, which was awesome. Again, just it just just been happening. You know, things have just been happening, which is awesome. So, Spread like wildfire. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's something that we talk about on our pod here, man. Like, we love things that happen organically, you know what I'm saying, not a forced situation. And, and Hart, I know you're a huge NBA fan, man. I know the NBA All-Star game is on tonight, man. Who you got for the MVP? With the All-Star games tonight? Oh, yeah. <laughs> me Because cause we, we used to watching slam dunk contest, three-point on Saturday night, all that. And yeah, it, man. It, it, it's weird not having those. Well, we still got the dunk contest and three-point shootout, but it's so weird not having NBA All-Star game. Uh, activities on a Saturday night leading up to the game. I think the games will start at seven tonight. So, yeah, man. So, who's your favorite player in the NBA, Hart? I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Ask him about the NFL. He'll tell you. <laughs> Patrick Holmes. <laughs> nah. Who's your favorite? DK. Metcalf from. The Seahawks, he yoked. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> no! <laughs> Did I hear you say 
Did I hear you say you was full time with this now, Mike? Yeah. Full go, man. It's kid, it's it man, you'd be surprised. Like, I don't want to show y'all the crib, but if I had to show you the crib, you'd be like, what in the we have boxes everywhere. We have boxes <laughs> and supplies. One of the spare bedrooms has become like storage. storage. Yeah, it's boxes of wax, boxes of candles. Uh, the garage Box. is terrible. Sound <laughs> like you going to Howard for your PhD or something too. <laughs> <laughs> it's man, it's boxes and supplies <laughs> and dude. We've moved the kitchen table over to be like a pseudo desk for printing labels and everything else. So yeah, it's 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 amazing, but man, it's work. Congrats it's, on the hard work though, brother. It's work. And you know what? I was talking to Shayla about this, you know, back when uh, when we found out you guys were on the Read podcast and everything like that. And then I showed her the video from the news and everything like that. And she brought up a good point, like, yo, they need to go ahead and give them a scholarship because all this free promo they're giving Howard, man. I want to see the <laughs> enrollment now. Well, man, <laughs> did you hear me? I need them to come on with the come on and be like, hey, here's a scholarship. And then just, you know, and, and go from there. So it, it would be awesome, you know, if, if they did, man. It really would be. Um, but if not, we still going. Yeah. One one okay. question I had too for for both of y'all is there a post goal goal like I know we all reach these have these goals in life and we set out that goal you started you know at, with this business is a huge goal but once that goal is reached is there a goal after the goal yet or are we just trying to still shoot for the goal because I feel like this is gonna keep rolling past yeah. whatever number whatever number is the goal. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Get Paige to college. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like he said, to get to get his sister, his younger sister, to college too. Um, so we're trying to. We don't want finance them to have financial aid debt. Um, Tell me about it. None of those. <laughs> Shot the know. club aces, huh, kid? Facto, <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I think that's the that and the him. Business lessons, financial lessons, um, things to better prepare him. So for me, that's the end goal to put him in a place where he knows he can formulate a business, um, execute any plan that he needs, whether it's in business, whether it's in life, period. Um, It's a lot of teaching, teaching that goes into this entire process. So, yeah, the goal is to Howard and not have to, you know, get a loan to pay for it. Um, but also the teaching, the lessons, the things that he can gain in the process of getting there. Um, yeah. and the same for his sister. Um, so that's that's the the goal. Um, to answer your question from earlier too, Kev, um, are we at the financial goal yet? Nah, we're not. We got um, we got a little ways to go. We got a little ways to go. Um, but. I'll say we're trending in the right direction. We, yeah. We're trending in the right direction, man. Um, that chart meter is filling up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but thanks to, to everybody who's who's made it possible, man. And, and, you know, that's 
his grandparents, his aunts, you know, the community, his friends coming over and helping him, you know, whether it's taping boxes, when the mail delivery guy or when the mail truck gets here and we got to load the truck, they help take boxes out. Um, so it's been a complete like group and community effort, man. Like nope. everybody has, has, has made this part, you know, or made this possible for Hart to get to Howard. Y'all gave so, me the idea. I'll go ahead, Kev. Go, 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 okay, go, okay. Say, y'all gave me the idea. I'm not going to go get my CDL when y'all start ready to fill up these semis. I might have me an extra job on the side or something. <laughs> I'll drive some candles across the country for y'all, you know? Hey, hey, we going to need you, kid. <laughs> we are going to need you. So, like, when Hart brought this to you and the wife, when did y'all know he was serious? Because I know... When I was a kid, I had a million and one ideas that I ran past my mom. And then the next day, she'll ask me about this. I don't want to do that no more. Like, So when did y'all know it was official that y'all had to make sure y'all helped his dreams come true? Honestly, Kev, um, it was probably even before the whole candle thing came about. It was when we took the trip to Howard. Before any of the candle stuff came about, um, he so we went we went to DC to take him to the Smithsonian because he's always wanted to be, you know, he's always been into, yeah, he always was like into paleontology, dinosaur, that whole thing. So years ago he came to us and was like, he wanted to go to the Smithsonian and uh, the wife and I were like, okay, for spring break this year, we're going to go to DC. We're going to take him to DC. So we go, we go to the Smithsonian. The next day we go to Howard. We're touring Howard. They take us. The engineering building was kind of newer then. And we start walking through. And to see him, how he was, in like looking in the labs and like seeing all the stuff. And it was like, man, it was like we had never seen him like this really before. And at the time, he was like six or seven years old. So we're like, this is something different. So fast forward to when he brought the idea to us, we were like, okay, because he's, you know, he's like a kid. He, he wants money. Um, he, he came to us with the idea, maybe I'll sell cookies or maybe I'll sell lemonade. We're like, all right. And then like, just <laughs> left alone. Then this came to us and he was persistent with it. So we like, oh, okay. And it wasn't like it was going away. So we're like, oh, well, okay, this is for real then. So initially how we started, we had found a local candle maker and she allowed us to buy wholesale, like kind of to do, kind of do a, um, kind of like sample to see if this is something that could really happen. Mm-hmm. Like people would be open to it. Um, she allowed us to buy wholesale. And once we saw people buy like, you know, a few candles, we're like, okay, we need to learn how to make them ourselves now that we know this will go, this will happen. Um, so the fact that he was persistent and it was, it would be stuff like, hey, dad, can you get me uh, a Howard t-shirt? Hey, dad, can, you know, think you can get me a Howard backpack? Like, it was just, it was constant, constant. Mm-hmm. He wasn't letting me go. So we're like, okay. And I'm a firm believer. If somebody like constantly tells me something, I'm like, okay, this is serious to you. 
like I'm, I'm, I'm going to his mom and I are going to support any effort that they seem to be serious about. He or his sister. Um, his little sister is passionate about dance. So it was like, hey, dance class, let's go. And she's looking forward to every dance class. And the same with him when he was like, hey, this is what I want to do. We're like, we full steam ahead. All gas, no brakes, we're going. Um, so that's that's how it came about. That's how we knew that he was really serious about it. And once he showed that he was serious about it, we became serious about it. Nice, nice. Shout out the website, man. Shout out the website so everybody can help you reach your goal and also get some great candles, man. You know, they for uh, Christmas gifts, uh, anniversary gifts, yes. make your house smell good, the whole shebang. <laughs> Get a website. <laughs> Candlesfromtheheart.com. Yes, sir. What's some of the new scents you guys got? Raspberry caramel, I believe. Yeah. Raspberry caramel. Which is, hey, serious. The raspberry caramel is Hey, do y'all remember those old candy? I don't know if y'all teacher gave out candy um, <laughs> in school. Mine did. But there used to be these. Like raspberry caramel candy came in like a, a shiny paper. I cannot remember what those were called. But <laughs> shout out shout out to Jimmy Mac, because one day <laughs> one day me and Jimmy Mac like had a full candy conversation. <laughs> and it came his days when he was <laughs> eating when he was big eating Jim. On his son, when he was Mac Mac. <laughs> when he was Big Mac. And so uh, that's actually how the, the idea for the raspberry caramel came about because he and I were having a full candy conversation. And I don't even really eat candy like that, you know. Um, so we we're talking. Yeah, we were texting. And he was like, you remember the one candy? And I'm like, no. And he was like, you'll go to Kroger and just steal a whole bunch as you walk around. I was like, mm -hmm. I was like, nah, you're supposed to put a nickel in the thing. He was like, nah, not in Hamilton. I was like, oh. Not in the H. So, um, and then once we got on the same page, I was like, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, so, uh, raspberry caramel is the newest scent and it's, and it's, it's great. It's great. We get a lot of, we get a lot of great feedback about that. One final question for me is the sky, the limit on the sense, like whatever you imagine you can, you can make it to a candle or is it more so like whatever's available? Um, question. honestly, with heart and I being big, cologne fans we've like we've smelled so many different colognes and we just let our mind go a lot of times and it's like okay but what do we want this to smell like what do we want that to smell like but then we all also have to keep into account or take into account that we don't want to get so far out there that people are like, eh, I don't know about this because we don't we'll know. Have it to the lemon drop, right? <laughs> we don't know everybody's fragrance, you know, what they like, what they dislike. So we, we try to rein it in a little bit. Um, in the we're in the process of coming up with uh, a candle for a store in Cincinnati that it's going to be a little different than what we are used to making. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But majority of the time it's either something fruity, something clean smelling, um, or something kind of, kind of sweet or something like that. 
Um, but we've had we've had people even comment like, "Hey, can you make a non-scented candle?" We like, huh? Which I didn't know that was a thing, but it is a thing. You know, people just like the ambiance of a flickering flame, and they don't care. Yeah, for it. So um, we we try to take into account what most people will like in their crib. You know, what they don't like, what'll be too much, what you know, whatever. Um, yeah. But it's it's a thing. We love scents, certain scents. Um, we wish we could kind of dupe a cologne, a few colognes that we like into candles. And that's, that's a process. That's a process. We've, we've tried it and sometimes it don't come out right. Um, yeah, we're going to keep that one on the wraps. Keep, <laughs> <laughs> keep it on the low. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. We appreciate you guys stopping by. One more time, shout out the website so people can grab them a candle. At Candles from the Heart. Hart Wilson, Mike Wilson, we appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate yes, y'all, Appreciate y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Good, good luck on the continued grind. Thank you, brother. Thank you. For sure. I'm on the site now. Y'all going y'all might, if y'all got the alerts on, you're gonna hear that kaching here pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> got you. Got you. Oh yeah, I'll take any promo codes too on the DM. <laughs> <laughs> Say less. Say less. <laughs> Appreciate young Hart Wilson, Mike Wilson for jumping on the pod. Yeah, that's you know an amazing story, man. That's 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 uh for me, uh, you know, DJ has been doing this for 13, 14 years and word of mouth and all that kind of got me to where I'm at, you know, to see somebody at that age. It made me think, man, like <clears throat> I was pressuring my mom at that age to like you remember them tapes that came out where a teacher had a speed read and it was like an infomercial that came out back in the day. Man, my my mom spent like hundred and fifty dollars on, on that whole kit. I used it for two days. You know I'm saying like my my attention level was not, you know, I was I begged for it for a month and used it for two days at a, at that age. So I commend the the day by day, the grind of that process and the growth. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying it's amazing. For sure, man. For sure, man. So y'all ready for some quick hitters, man? Yes, sir. Let's yes, get sir. into it, man. Obviously. NBA All-Star Game is tonight, man. Who y'all got? Team Bron or Team KD? What's good? And give me y'all MVP of the game. I don't even know, man. They talking about uh, Embiid might not play. Ben Simmons might not play because of some COVID shit. Oh, really? See? 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 We talked about this was out. ago. They was out. They was out last night. <laughs> This ain't gonna be McDermott and 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 whoever else. You know, this is this is your top shelf that you're putting in jeopardy by having all these, you know, people around and everybody, everybody COVID COVID awareness is uh out the window. So I still think Team Braun gonna pull this off. Um, I was uh laughing at Katie putting this uh putting this boys together trying to give a little preview of of, of uh greatness, but. I think Brian and them got a better squad. They got they got some some not their lineup I, that I saw looked better on paper. Um, I still think though I'm going with a sleeper MVP of uh, uh, Jalen Brown from the Celtics. I like that. Mm, I think I like he gonna just get because I was trying to think the young bodies who who can go out there and play a little more minutes and who ain't really gonna be on it. And I think the Somebody like that can, can come out with, you know, 15 in the first quarter and 15 in the third and 
and rock out. So I'm going with a sleeper pick. Well, I'm shit. going with King, Team KD. Ooh. I'm going with Team KD. And for my MVP, I'm going with somebody that's going to be mad as fuck. I'm going with Donovan Mitchell because him and Rudy. Shout mm, out to Rudy. That's a good one. They was picked last, and LeBron threw that jab at them about nobody picking the dog <laughs> that ass. And now they got that three all-stars, Mike Conley on there, too. So I'm going with Donovan Mitchell for the MVP and Team KD for the victory. I like that. I like that, actually. I'm going to have to steal that. I'm going to have to steal that. <laughs> he, he was throwing a couple jabs at him because he also was like, it's what, Sabonis on the board and Gobert on the board left. And he's like, man, I need a big. I need some size. Let me get some bonus. Like, no, my nigga, the bear is 7'5". What are you talking about? The right. levels. The levels of disrespect, man. The levels of disrespect. Hey, man, I was disappointed yesterday trying to look for I had to take a, like, a little dad nap. I woke up like, ooh, all-star game. I'm looking for it. I ended up finding two chains and the little baby and Bruh. Har- Harlow and uh, uh, Quavo out there. And I'm, I'm bleaching report because I'm trying to find it has to be on something. Like, I'm thinking because of the pandemic that it's on some special app. I'm on NBA TV looking for it. I'm on ESPN app looking for it. I finally find a little something on Bleacher Report and a uh, little baby trash, bro. He shouldn't have been out there. That was frustrating. Bro, that was frustrating. I can't watch it. I just saw, I just saw the, the free throw. That's the only thing I saw. I saw the free throw, and I was, I was about to go watch it on YouTube because you know you can find everything on YouTube. Yeah. I saw that free throw. I was like, never mind. Never mind. Man, I watched I probably, all backboard on a free throw. I probably watched the first 15 minutes and the last 15, like or like the first 15 minutes and the last five minutes of it. So I took a little break because it was just like I feel bad for Two Chains. Two Chains, you know, he spoke too much, so he didn't have the endurance to carry the squad. And, you, and right. uh, Harlow played some D. Harlow yeah. was out there playing some D. So uh, it was a good little thing to watch. But I, I'm thinking that's the start. Like that's gonna be that. Then it's gonna be the three point. Then it's gonna be the sl- like I'm looking for the skills challenge. And my yeah. wife had to Google it and was like, "Oh, they they do the, the dunk contest at halftime on Sunday." And I'm like, "What?" Like I didn't know the layout. I had missed all that. So I'm looking forward to kind of seeing how how this is gonna be. But at the same time, I think it's whack. I, I missed the whole weekend of events. Yeah, man, I miss it too, man. For that uh the little celebrity, whatever the hell they call that two on two, man. Let's be real, man. J. Cole would have been out there busting all them niggas' ass. <laughs> Chris Brown. Chris Brown Chris Brown. Brown. Tra- yeah, like uh Chris Brown, Trey Songs, uh J. That could have been like, a good game. Like like if I want to see some some celebrities hoop, I want to see some real hoopers. Like you I mean it looked, made it a big three. It, it looked like Quavo got some game, you know what I'm saying? You know, Quavo it, can play. he can hoop, but Come on, man. That nigga little baby, dog. I mean, I ain't see shit else beside that free throw. And if right. a nigga throwing a free throw like that. Oh, he, he couldn't got... dribble. He couldn't shoot. He couldn't defend. He he just looked like he never he never played basketball. He might have shot a hoop or two, but he was not on any team. That was the nigga that you never played with. He was there yeah, that was, five. That was the flat foot. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, he had the flat foot jumper that Quavo blocked into the bleachers at one point I saw. Like, yeah. He was that guy. He was that guy. Maybe <laughs> I will watch it, man. So, <laughs> three-point shootout. You got uh, Jalen Brown, Mike Conley Jr., Steph, Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum. Who y'all got for the three-point? Mm, I'm going Zachy. Young Zach. That's my dude, I'm, man. I'm going Zachy. Because when he get hot, he can hit 15 in a row. 
I might have to just do a Donovan Mitchell sweep, man. Uh-oh. I think you don't you don't put it in my mind that nigga gonna be on a mission this weekend. That that Utah shit hurt. That shit hurt it. <laughs> that is I would be mad too. I mean, they got the best record in the league. Y'all niggas gonna tell me and me and my guy we we last pick. That was <laughs> that was planned. Cause Donovan Mitchell, how y'all gonna pick pick uh Donovan Mitchell what? I'm trying to see what pick he was because he wasn't. He was second to last. Second to last, and Rudy Gobert was the last, last on the other side. So y'all picked for once a bonus before these niggas, Julius Randle, Vucevic. Like these are niggas that that's blatant disrespect. I feel like this was planned. Oh, they got yeah. something against Utah. Yeah, for sure. But you know, Braun was lying because everybody went to the hole like Carl Malone back in the nineties one time in the neighborhood. You know, that's how I went to the hole every time with the. Uh, Behind the back, definitely. Uh, but I don't remember picking them on no game, so maybe yeah, I never picked them on game (laughs) ever, 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 shit, ever. Yeah. Uh, for me, man, I'm a, I'm a suck out, man. I'm, I'm gonna go with, with Steph, man. Like as much as I want to pick Zach Levine to win, because I'm a big fan. He, he is the definition like of a jump shooter. Like he already won the dunk contest. He got hops. Like he jumps so high on his jump shot, he like shoots it down. And yeah. I just don't think you can do that on a three-point contest. I don't think you got the stamina to do that. So I'm going to go with the dude with the effortless shot, young Steph, to get yeah. that victory. It's going to be entertaining, though. I'm not mad at the one-day, you know, event. I, I remember when they first announced it. I'm like, man, they shouldn't even have it. But I'm going to be watching that motherfucker. So they got oh, my yeah. eyes. Oh, ain't shit else to do. Let's be clear. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Dunk contest. We got Cassius Stanley, Obi from UD, and Anthony Simons. Who y'all got? I think Golden Flyers. I think this is a clean sweep. Everybody's gonna go with Obi, right? What? Have y'all seen Cassius Stanley? Yeah. Y'all seen his dunks? Yeah. I, I mean, I, he got busy. At, I, I I haven't seen him in the league. Like no, not in the league. I, I his see, high school I, I tape. See, I see him at, tape. at. I get get busy at Duke. But I'm definitely yeah. going with Obi. Definitely Obi, going. Obi, Obi like he gonna try to break something when he dunk. Like, like he don't care if his arm break. Like that's the type of dunk I want to see. I don't know why they got Simons in that bitch. Cause I don't <laughs> three really, point shooter. I yeah. looked up his hot dunk highlights and he was just doing regular dunks. Like he just a, a regular dunker. No nothing freaky. No windmills. No three sixty. I don't think he can. I think he get up and put it down. <laughs> how like, do they squeeze this in the halftime though? Like how do they? That's gonna be a really shortened dunk contest. Man, I have no cause cause you know some of these dudes might take eight minutes to get off their dunk, you know, because they've <laughs> messing up 19 times. So, you know, halftime gonna be terrible for the players. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> you know, that first half, you know, halftime come around and be what 30, at least 30 minutes. That's at least. Good. So they're gonna be tightened up, ready to go home. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That is hilarious, man. But yeah, <laughs> NBA All Star. I, I keep calling it the weekend. It's not the weekend. It's NBA All Star Day. Which yeah, is c- crazy. So weird, man. Who is y'all MVP of the league so far? MB. It might. It got to be MB because I would say LeBron. But this little skid since AD been out ain't, ain't been too too hot, and he, you know, if I feel like they don't even be fucking playing hard. You worried, but, Lakers fan? Uh, I, I'll tell you this. I don't watch the Lakers games. 
Cause I, I, my fucking heart pressure. I, I can't, I can't. <laughs> my blood pressure be rising, heart be beating all fast, and them niggas let me down almost every time. And and then it be twelve fifty in the morning. You have to get up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> but if AD ain't healthy. I'm, I'm worried. Yeah, I, I will say that. Cause this team's um, out here balling. I like, I like Jokic, man. I think Jokic out here hoping. Um, I don't think, I don't think he'll have enough. Was uh, light, you know, enough, enough stardom to get him over that hump. When, when Giannis has got it just for being long the last two years, pause. So, <laughs> um, I but I really think Jokic out there, he, you know, that's that's a seven footer doing some amazing, you know, triple double nights most nights. Right, for sure. Uh, for me, the league MVP is James Harden. I mean, he's an MVP for multiple reasons. I mean, he wore a fat suit for God's sakes. <laughs> and, That's classic, and, right? Yeah. And he and he's balling out of control. Not only balling out of control, he's doing exactly what a, a, a point guard, a classic point guard, would do back in the uh, late '90s, early 2000s. He's making his teammates better, getting everybody involved, and he's not over dribbling. KD is hurt. He's taking on the leadership role. Uh, I know Kyrie wants to believe that. Oh yeah, man, I let him take the point guard spot. No, he took it from you because he's better than you. Let's be yeah. clear about that. Uh, though I am a uh, not a big James Harden fan, he didn't make my top ten going into the season. He is clearly, in my opinion, the league MVP. Second for me would be Dame. Uh, oh. I mean, it's it's. I, I talked to my homie Tim about this. As I do, I promise the goodness, dude. I think he hits a game winner every week, and. That's that's crazy. He has more game-winning shots uh, during the, his career than LeBron. And he's been in the league less time than LeBron. Dame is a monster out here, man, killing. He yeah. won't get it. He won't get it because it's always Dame time, as we know. Uh, he won't get it because they'll probably end up being like six or seven in the West. But Yeah. But I, I, I wanted, went hard. I wanted to pick Dame for MVP tonight. But just, I just, I, I, think, I think Dame always get, like somebody put him on a top shelf, and then the next person come and put him down there with the well drinks on accident. And then they put him mm-hmm. back. Like he, he get he gets moved around too much in people's in people's numbers, and they don't let him just be the dog that he is. So, yeah. Hey man, did y'all see the weather last week? Kind of, kind of. I mean, yeah, I mean, I the weather me. right now, killer outside Two. the car. Yeah, Tuesday supposed to be a hot sixty out there. I was gonna ask you, Kev, um, what that bike gonna be doing in uh in March? It, 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 got any plans? I'm glad you brought that up, brother. So, I stopped by uh the bike shop yesterday, matter of fact, and I was like, yo, trying to get a tune up on my bike. They was like, yo, if you plan on riding your bike anytime uh in April or in the spring, you need to get it up here this week because a tune up. They're three weeks behind. They're oh, two to wow. three weeks behind on doing tune-up. So you get a tune-up on your bike, you know what I'm saying? They make sure all your gears are working right. They make sure your alignment is right on your bike. Make sure there's no, uh, your, your tires are good, all that good stuff. So it's like, yo, we back Damn. up. Damn, so never done I that in get, my life. Yeah, oh, I got to get, I, I <laughs> get my bike up there this week. Uh, probably get it up there tomorrow and drop it off. So I can get my bike tuned up so I can be ready, man. I mean, I right wanted... now, it ain't that bad right now. It ain't that bad outside right now. I put on, like, two pairs of tights. The reason why I asked you is because I did the same thing. I went to my dude's house yesterday. We've been talking about these bikes, and I know I was going to 
start off with him before I even hit you up since you're a professional <laughs> out here. Let let me and him go out there, man, and cry about the hills for a minute. But I was um hollering at him and he gave me his old bike rack to put on the back of the vehicle. So I ain't gotta stuff the bike in the trunk. That's so now I can strap the bad boy on the back. So so I'm definitely uh my goal this year is to ride with you at one point. So Let's that's that's it, the right. goal. Let's go. One ride and one Cabrou. And, and my bike won't be tuned up. This is going to be out there. I'm telling you that now. You about to have a Huffy? <laughs> Don't I'm come not, out there. It's going to be a mountain bike probably, though. Okay, you'll be straight. It's going to be a mountain bike. I, I got the gears. I can, you know, pedal slow, pedal tough. You know, whatever <laughs> yeah. I need to do. Dizzle, we heard you about the Cabrou, and we heard you. We hear yeah, you. Yeah, y'all kind of skipped oh, over yeah. that. <laughs> As long yeah, as we this... beat the cicadas, we gotta beat the cicadas this year. I heard cicadas is coming out this is year. Is it? So. They back again? Man, I heard. My my daughter sent me a video about it, and uh, she she paranoid. Um, I remember the article that she sent me said last time it happened was like '04, like in the masses of what it could be coming this time. So I remember Oklahoma though, those cicadas out there. Um, I pulled to an ATM machine. And couldn't pull up to the actual machine because the light has so many cicadas around that they were just mm. screaming. It just sounded like death. I'm like, oh, I'm out of here. So yeah, as long as we beat the bugs, I'm cool on the river. I'm, I'm I do that all day. I grew up on Wolf Creek, you know what I'm saying? So that was that was part of my childhood was playing with the tadpoles. So like I yeah, said, man. brother, I if you if you come out there on the bike path, I will come out there cabruing. I will do. I will try it this summer. Like we that's, go. One of, that's one of my things this year. Like me and the wife was talking. You know what I'm saying? With especially especially uh, once we get vaccinated, dog. Like obviously I'm gonna still be masked up and everything like that. But we can't do a whole summer in the house. Like. Yeah, and this Cabrou uh, is COVID friendly. You not by nobody. You got your own canoe or kayak. You can just do your thing out in the open. Mm. And my wife gave us a 2021 goal, fellas. <laughs> What's up? We gotta do a photo shoot at some point. We need some new pics. <laughs> Man, I'm about to go get a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I have to go get a haircut. Gotta get a haircut. I got man. some TV news for you, Kev. What's good? You ready to get into TV news? Let's get it. Let's get it. Your honor. Check. Damn. Knocked out Damn. all 10 of them. Damn. Knocked out all 10 of them joints. <laughs> Finished I, it last night. I take it, Dizzle, you haven't started yet. Nah. <laughs> oh, man. Is it oh, worth man. it? You, yes, sir. It's good. Um, Definitely good TV. It's, it's uh, if you like the Breaking Bad, the 24 kind of vibe, just the whole storyline within the storyline within the storyline type of shows. Um, this one, Kev was right. Kev said, I think him and his wife knocked it out in like two days. Today. I probably, I probably started that joint Wednesday. Um, and you know, would have stayed up all night if I had to work to finish yeah. it. Like, I had to make my head. To like make myself pause it after an intense scene and then come back to it the next day. But watched all ten of them. Um, great, it was great. I loved it. We gonna say the spoilers until Dizzle watch yeah. it. Dizzle, yeah. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, bro. Because I want to talk about it, so you gotta watch. <laughs> nah, I need, I, need I need something new to watch while I while I eat my food. So yeah, I can get a popping. That's how I felt right now. I uh. 
I tried to watch, you know, I just finished The Wire and I just finished that. And then um, I know we're talking about the uh, Biggie doc, but uh, that's all I got on TV this week was that. Kev, you enjoy that Biggie doc? Biggie doc was great. And the reason why it was great, in my opinion, we got to talk to the others. We got to hear from other people that don't get the camera shoved in their face all the time, you know. Of course, they talked to Puff. You can't have a biggie story without talking to Puff. Of course, they talked to Faith. But they weren't dominant. You know what I'm saying? They weren't the dominant figures, you know. They talked to his mom a ton. You know, they talked to people that he grew up with. And this was really not about, you know, the thing that everybody knows about Biggie and Pop. You know what I'm saying? That was a blip on the radar with this story. And they really took their time to tell you, like, hey, man. Like, yeah, he transitioned into this guy. Like, he was a, a quote-unquote good kid. His mom was on his ass constantly about staying away from the corner, staying away from the streets. But, you know, just like everybody on this pod, man, once you hit a certain age, there ain't really nothing your parents can do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because they have to go to work to provide for you. So at right. like the age of 13, 14, if you at home by yourself, you realize, like, hey, man, she not coming home until five o'clock. I can right. do whatever I want. Like, how is she gonna know? This is the nineties. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody has cell phones and all that type of stuff. Parents wasn't on it like that. They just expected you to obey the rules and do it. And that's when yeah. you eventually took those steps to, you know, what I'm saying slang and drugs and everything like that. I really appreciate the documentary for really focusing on his life, making ready to die, and you know, what I'm yeah, saying? and not focusing on the beef with Tupac and everything like that. Because like you was talking about, Killer, we done heard that story a million and one times. I, it exactly. was cool to hear stories that I've never heard before. You know what I'm That's saying? what I was going to say. It was it was a level up back in the 90s to, to even have a video camera. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know, you know people with money, you know they had them, but we never get that almost reverse side of the story looking looking out from, the, from within. So my favorite part of the doc was just having that VHS, you know, somebody that was literally getting the shots, and you know it's a million they couldn't show because you know that lifestyle yeah. was crazy. But just, you know, see it, seeing the bags of weed, and then they call, and they look at all the chronic on the table. I'm like, yeah, this is 96, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was out here. I, I, I love that part of it, just seeing that home video footage side of it, yeah, of yeah. a story that I know. But like you say, you know the, the the I don't remember his name, but one of the gentlemen that was in the car. You know what I'm saying? He he was in the car with him at the time, and you know you just just hearing so many other stories and so many uh, things about him that you really didn't get from you know the the nine minute YouTube thing that you watched a hundred times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you really got to know him as a person as opposed to the rap star and everything like that. And I really love the fact that you know how they talked about we're ready to die, like yo. The Notorious B.I.G. that we all know and love and everything like that, the the One More Chance records, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. the Hypnotize, like, go back and listen to Ready to Die. That is a dark-ass album. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. Suicidal Thoughts is a song on the album, you know what I'm saying? Fuck my moms, fuck my girl, my life is played out like a Jerry curl. I'm ready to die. Like, Nigga, you not like that's not something that the average person is gonna listen to on a on a daily basis. Like these ain't party records because right. Bad Boy was known for the party records, but that album was not a party album, man. So I really, really like that documentary, man. I highly yeah. suggest people. Fuck I watched that. it twice. 
it is definitely going to be on my my rotation, man, of, of things to be watching. Did y'all check out the big one? Oh, oh, did y'all watch it? We talk. What are we talking? Snowfall? We talking coming no, to no, America? No, 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 coming, coming to, to yeah. America. Uh, I did watch Coming to America, and I I liked it. I was laughing throughout the whole movie. I know y'all might yeah. feel different because y'all y'all watched the first <laughs> one at a, at a different time and age, but I didn't really have no um like super ties to the first movie. So when they said they coming out with a second one, I'm like, okay, some black folks. Eddie Murphy, I know, can be funny. So I think Eddie Murphy did his thing. Yeah. I I put into my mind that there's no comparing it. So I went into it with an open palette. So I did enjoy most of the movie. I did feel like a chunk of it was kind of rushed and chopped up and kind of just uh, but you know, for to all the all the black comedians you saw on that film. I did find myself chuckling throughout. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't it wasn't those 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 white white tears laughs, but you know what I'm saying. I had a couple bounces in my laugh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I I I thought it was funny enough. Um, no comparing the two though. Oh gosh, there's absolutely no comparison to the original man. And I'ma just say it, and I'ma be blunt as possible. That shit was garbage. Really? <laughs> that shit was garbage. That shit was garbage, and I and I and I'm I'm the biggest person that says like, oh man, we should support black folks and we support black movies and all that type of stuff. Yeah, I would highly suggest people going to watch it because it's a black movie and it's a sequel to a classic. But I'll never watch that movie ever again, ever again <laughs> in life. Like, look, man, I I it would I can remember a couple funny things like Michael Blackson. I think he was the funniest part of the movie. Uh, Arsenio Hall when he was dressed up as uh, different characters was pretty funny but mm-hmm. like it was just like almost like fan service like they like repeating lines from the original repeating scenes from the original and it just wasn't funny it just was not yeah. funny to me like that like I, th- I thought they had a concept that they could do so many great things with and they just, mm-hmm. it just wasn't and like I said it's a family movie the first one was not a family movie at all, man. That was for, you know what I'm saying, adults. This is right. for your family. You can watch this with your, your wife and kid and have a good time, and, and that'll be that. And that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. I encourage it all. But for me, I will never watch this movie ever again. And, and, it can, and it can exist. It can exist, and people can enjoy it. It's just for me, I'll never watch it again. And Eddie Murphy said in the interview, and he's like, yeah, maybe we'll do a part three in 15 years. I'll be 75 years old. Maybe we'll do one in. And if they do, I'll watch that one as well. But part two, <laughs> I'll never watch part two again. The only thing I'll do with part two, I'll probably YouTube the clip with Michael Blackson. Shots out to Rick Ross. He was in there. Shots out to Tiana Taylor. Shots out to – it was everybody in that. Drake was from Power. Yeah. My nigga Rotimi was in there. <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, that was, like, the best part. It's like, man, it's Cameo City in this bitch. Mm-hmm. So, so are y'all, y'all not fans of the unnecessary sequel? So, last uh, a Friday sequel, they've been in talks for that for I don't know how many years. It's probably not happening. But the yeah. chance that it does happen, y'all, y'all gonna watch it? Oh, man. But, see, that's the difference between this and that. It Friday has had other sequels. And 
And this one is literally been 32 years. And when you yeah. do a movie like that and then you automatically tell people, like we was talking about last week, it's PG-13. So, like, for people that had, like, super high expectations for it to be the original, no, it's not. It's yeah. just not. But for, for Friday, I just, man, I, obviously I will watch it, but it's like, man, there's, there's, there's not would rather them not do it. There's yeah, no, no pack, no pops. You know what I'm saying? Say, I mean, I, yeah, fuck it. Go for it, Cube. I'll watch it. Fuck it. Why not, man? <laughs> fuck it. I mean, I don't want to see it. He's not going to be got any. pops in it. Pops, yeah. pops, and, pops and Debo was uh, mm. big, a big part of that. You know what I'm saying? So, for unless they got some, some pre shots that they done put together already. I don't want to see a new Pops or a new Debo. It ain't going to do nothing for me. So, I don't yeah. know. I think that that kind of, due to time and unforeseen life that happens to all of us, that one got to fade to black now. And that's part of another reason why I like the fucking uh, Coming to America. They Literally, everybody from the original cast was able to be there, come yeah, back. Brandon Watts. Still look good. You know, they done looking crazy and just, I don't know, man. It was, I felt like it was uh, the best situation like what was you going to expect it's not going to be the same it's not the same climate to be telling the same type of jokes 30 years down the line like you said it's a family family movie so i'm yeah, looking and, at it with pg-13 eyes in a different place eddie murphy as a person is at a different place in his life yeah you know what I'm he's a father of like 20 kids or whatever and like he's a right. family man now so he's not going to be performing the, those type of jokes anymore so i mean the, bloopers, the bloopers at the end was hilarious oh the bloopers was the best part yeah, <laughs> and, and and you gotta say, you gotta say, man, Lisa McDowell is still banging. Still, still, still. banging. Shouts out to Lisa McDowell. Fun fact: Play from Kid and Play was married to Lisa McDowell, man. Who knew? Oh, that. Who knew, man? Fact. <laughs> fun fact. Fun fact. Snowfall. Dizzle, what's up? It's about to be, it's going down. Y'all seen the, like, upcoming on Snowfall, episode four, is about to be going down. I felt like that, I felt like that little bit of the next episode shot put, like, our whole podcast predictions in jeopardy, because I kept seeing a little piece, I'm like, is that, um? Is that, is that, is that, uh, is that, uh, what's the friend name? I'm terrible with names on shows. Leon. Uh, Leon. Leon. I'm like, oh, is that Leon? What happened? I'm like, uh-oh. All well, like they rolled up on coming him. true. They so, rolled up on Leon. Shout yeah, out to so, Wanda. About to be clean. Here. She about Smoking to go. her teeth. She about to be clean, though. That's That was the scene of, damn, I, she looked at herself in the mirror. Her shit was falling out. She looking at the other crackheads crazy now. She about to be Pulled clean. Pulled out the whole two. Nigga, she pulled out a molar, my G. <laughs> God damn. Uh, uh, man, let, let's talk about this, man. Franklin is a full-blown asshole now, right? Like, he, he's a full-blown, full-blown. Like, like, when he walked into the bookstore, I knew it was about to go down. I knew the play. Mm-hmm. And got him hook, line, and sinker. Like, we're going to give you this money. They, they sold him the shop. Gave it to his mom's, went straight to the dude. They gonna flip the district and whatever, and came in there cold blooded. Y'all gotta move. We got another shop for y'all. Don't worry about it. We don't want that other shop. Y'all got till Friday. It's a mile down the road. 
Cold-blooded, <laughs> man. Franklin Cole, man. Yeah. That he helped him out. They was getting <laughs> they was getting kicked out regardless. You might as well get some money in a new shop. Let's, let's, let's be real. They was gonna lose their bookstore regardless. Man, it's the same thing about like when when older people buy their first home in their neighborhood and, and then their neighborhood starts to change, you know what I'm saying? Like it comes more hood and the older people refuse to move. Like they kids grow up and be like, hey. Uh, come live with me, or let's get you into a house somewhere else, a safer neighborhood. And they like, no, nah, this is my neighborhood, this is my house. Y'all ain't running me out of here. That's how those people felt about their business that they built from the bottom up. And if they was about to say, they was gonna go out on their own terms. Real estate, you <laughs> gonna see them tears when you over here selling these houses. People gonna lose their shit with all the memories created in these homes and having to sell a house that they've had in their family for fifty years. And grandma was. Raising my mom in this joint, like you, you gonna hear all of them. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. This is gonna be like, so you trying to get this bag or what, lady? Right. <laughs> <laughs> what we talking about? Like, what, are we, what are we doing? You said the memories. The memories will still be there. What you, what you want to right. do? With bag? <laughs> you can buy some more memories. Take a vacation. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> nah, Snowfall. I'm. I'm already some- for this because. Um, is it looked like it's about to be hella action, you know? My nigga, uh, what's his name? Scully. Scully is out for blood. Yeah, this is yeah, that was a. Uh, and what's the um, well, what's the the CIA dude and the um Teddy? Teddy. Yeah, yeah, they about to get into some shit. So that 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 show is is definitely like there's not too many things that I look forward to at ten o'clock on a weekday. But that's one of them, because usually by 10 o'clock, I'm in level two of sleep sometimes. So <laughs> I, my Wednesdays, though, I make sure I'm up for that. That's uh, my favorite thing on TV right now. And I'm I'm out of TV shows. I need I need something. I've been going hard on TV for like two months, watching The Wire, watching all these other shows, docs. I feel like I'm stuck. Like I'm about to go to 24 and just start watching that again. So I need some ideas, fellas, throughout the week. Send me some TV shows. Killer, did you tell me about Money Heist? Yes, I watched that. That's good. That's good. I did did see that. Okay, so all right, I'm about to start watching that probably. I'm probably about to start watching that. Okay, Money Heist. And my and my show Manifest come back on April. That's uh that's definitely a show to watch. I think on NBC April first, I think it was. Probably my second favorite show on TV behind Snowfall. That show is dope. So before we get up out of here, man, Killer, you said y'all, you and the wife, y'all bought a new bed, right? Recently, right? No, no, no. Okay, well, scratch that then. So <laughs> wife and I, the wife and I went uh, you know, we trying to get a new mattress or whatever. Uh-huh. So we went up to Ashley Furniture, right with them. We went up to Mattress Firm. Look, bruh, I can't believe this, but I'm about to drop like almost four G's on on a new mattress. Bruh. What? Let, yeah. let, let me tell you something. It's gonna be the best purchase of your life because I've spent like twenty seven hundred on a mattress in like 2010, 2011. It's just now. To where I'm like, okay, it's time for another bed. Like that going from just mattresses that you buy at Walmart, you know, the one the the 109, the 199 mattress that you I grew up with my entire life. Feeling the, the spring wife, on your arm. 
Mm-hmm. Shout, shouts to Rob, uh, Rob Gilmore from Club Cream. He used to be the assistant manager there, and he was kind of got me in the doors of DJing in the clubs around town. Um, he uh, manages uh, Moore's Furniture, and um, we hollered at him years ago and bought bedroom set, you know, the whole dresser, everything, whole shabam. Probably spent about six in there. So I'm telling you, when you buy the mattress like that. I, I had a Simmons Beauty rest is what we have. And uh, those mattresses, I'm telling you, change your life on the sleeping tip. Amazing. But four bands. Look, bruh. Dizzle, you, you 28, right? 28. 28. Give it two more. Give it two more years. <laughs> Give it two more years. You got this pain in your lower back, you know, from, yeah. from, from hooping all the time, from lugging around DJ equipment and everything all them years. Like, that shit start to take a toll on your back, and you, like, wake up and, like, man, like, damn. And I don't care how much yoga I do, how much stretching I do, that shit don't go away. And then, you know, you're a, you a former hooper. You get, like, tendonitis in your, in your, in your jumping knee. So, like, my knee just, like, just ain't the greatest no more. Damn. So, so they got to, like, this position on the bed, like, the perfect sleep position. Where it like raises your legs and it takes the pressure off your back, then it raises your head up a little bit, then it takes the pressure oh, you got off one your of neck. So yeah, we about to go in, dog. Now, now, you got to you got the remote control on the side. Factual, factual. What's your sleep number? Yeah. So so remind you this: when we go into it, me and a wife, you know, whenever you go places that you know you're about to make a big purchase, whatever. You had to talk with the wife like, look, they're going to try to upsell us on this, but we're going to stand firm at this price and we ain't going above this. So, like, we went in there like, we don't need nothing. All we need is the new mattress. We good. 1500 We in, we out. You know what I'm saying? And even that's a little pricey for my taste. But, you know, we'll do it. You know, sleep. Right. We sleep a lot. Whatever, whatever. That nigga had us hook, line, and sinker, nigga. He said, go ahead and lay down. I was like, oh, yeah, this is nice. And then he hit us with that perfect sleep number, nigga. I was like, I almost fell asleep in that bitch. And now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, about to drop four bands, bruh. Four brands. Dizzle, you shake yeah. your head now. Hell you no. shake your head now, bruh. I'm telling you. I'm it's telling coming. you. Y'all going to be in the bed with y'all legs in the air. Lean <laughs> right. back. That's funny. Facts, I'm telling you, bruh. I got to do it, man. Like, shit. That, that, it's either that or wasted on. This shit behind me that I can't even go nowhere and wear. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> so that we gonna see, man, because um, I think I spent it wasn't a hundred fifty, but it wasn't no, it wasn't a band on this bed, and I'm sleeping good. So okay. I guess I, I wait a couple years. Couple years. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. Couple years. Couple more miles on that bed. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm telling you, bro. Yeah. Dizzle talking that shit, because that first house sold. Dizzle about to be out here like, hey, let me go ahead and get improve everything around here. Let me, right, let me look. level up. <laughs> let me get this, this snowblower in June so I'll be ready. <laughs> right. They're going to be out here so. dropping bags. What is the update, man? Have you heard anything? What's the update? Are you, like, in training now? What's good? Basically, I got orientation uh, Wednesday coming up, so I'm going to know some more then. But I still got to so, kind of figure out how this is going to work out because I'm still working full time. That's what my first, question was. Yeah. My question was, is this something that you can like, are you working with a company or is this like something that is going to switch, switch the whole occupation, you know, type thing? Or So the beauty of it, which is why 
um, it's something I'm pursuing is the fact that you can set your own hours. It's not a 40 hour a week job. You can be as busy or not as busy as you want to be. You can literally have your license and not do nothing with it. Um, so do you have to, you have to go this route or do you have like, or is it like advised to get in with the company or a mentor or like, can you just get your license and then just get busy or you need to have that next step? You definitely, for for a beginner as myself that has no experience in real estate, just getting his license, you have to, to get your license, you have to be under a broker. So when I take my test, I was already with uh, Keller Williams. So I got nice. orientation with them on Wednesday. And um, I'm going to have a hell of a lot of questions because I'm going to need a mentor to just see how to go from point A to point B with a transaction because that wasn't taught in the classes. We was right. laws and shit, but um, I'm gonna have to truly see how available I need to be to make it happen because I'm still working 40, 40 hours a week at my first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, you still gotta keep food on the table. No, nah, for sure, for sure, for sure. It, you know, um, if I already had mapped it out, if it's something where I can do one transaction every two months, that's a win. That's vacation money. That's just stack up money. Um, mm-hmm. First gig is paying pretty good. Raises left and right, and I might got another promotion in the works. Hey, so I ain't throwing, I ain't throwing that away. Um, yeah, not yet. So hold on, so, like since you got your license in Ohio, how difficult it would it be? Like, all right, say you y'all like shit work <clears> out great here. Well, no, not say things. Though. Things are gonna work out great for you here, and you're gonna be making money hand over fist. And you're like, all right, man, I'm gonna take the Dizzle show on the road. We packing up shop. We moving to Georgia. We moving to Florida. We moving to Texas. You gotta retake the test, right, in a different state. Most definitely, it's a hell of a lot of differences. As you see how Texas operates, you know it's probably right. night and day from Ohio. Real Ain't estate. no laws, nigga. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's specific to Ohio, as I'm sure every other state got their own specific way of working. Um, I don't believe I would have to take a class again, but I would probably need to take some type of studies to learn those state laws. That's, yeah, there's a state exam and a national exam. So I might just have to just retake a state for every, you know, for every state I wanted in and not the national. Right. Get it. Get it. Oh, get it. Though, man, I, I'll keep y'all posted, man. This is something, you know, it's it's a career that you can start at any point and, you know, is able to make money from. It's not like, you know, this may be in y'all future. Y'all don't know. You, you, you never know, know bro. Shit. You never know, yeah. I mean, nigga, listen here. I want to... <laughs> Everybody can use some more bread, bro. Yeah, <laughs> especially mm-hmm. now. <laughs> especially it's, like now. I said, it's a, it's a gig that's it's not it's not a forty hour a week. You working and setting shit at your own pace. Y'all say a prayer for the house this week. I need these stimmies. Mm. Oh yeah, you get you get extra stimmies. Shouts out to the they, little, they little gonna, killers. They, they, they gonna <laughs> fuck around and give me a stimmy and my taxes at the same time. I'm gonna be out here looking like King of Simone around here. <laughs> 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 I said, ain't gonna be no all the crab legs, lobster tails is gonna be gone because we showed uh, we, seafood. Boys. We tried to oh, we we tried to order some crab legs on our grocery pickup the other day. That's the one thing that was declined. Nope, we had a crab leg. I said, oh, everybody, they tackle crab boils is coming. Yep, 
Boils <laughs> are coming. But Dizzle, man, you sell enough houses, man. You ain't gonna be on Team Stimmy no more. Cause they got a cutoff. I know. That's a good problem <laughs> with that. If that's the case, good problems. that's a good problem. I don't, right. I don't eat the stimmy, then I'm doing something right. You know? There it is. Facts. Yep. Facts. Facts. Well, there it is, fellas. Another episode. You can't make this up podcast. Kevin Ash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. We out till next week. Peace. Peace. Y'all be good, man.